G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Funder here with Fruity as Alex for another edition of Thunderstorm counting down the our top five women's wrestlers who never held a WWE women's championship. Alex, how are you, mate? I'm doing wonderfully, my man. Um yeah, this was actually quite a tough topic for me. Yeah, so we had originally done this last year with the um the men's, and that was a lot easier because there's only been one constant men's championship throughout the history. And then we said, let's do it for the women's, you know, and just have the women's championship. Oh, but there is that. And then go to the uh, the Raw Women's Championship. Oh, but there's that six, seven-year gap where there's only the Divas title. Oh, okay, and then we'll include it and do a top 10, and then you kind of like looking through the Divas history and Oh, this era, pretty much everyone held it. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's go top five then. Yeah, literally, like, anyone who's anyone has held a, a women's or divas title. Like, my number one, I had to pretty much stretch. Because, like, oh, anyway, we'll get there. Yeah, I have a few obscure ones, a lot of honourable mentions, but I will say I did get ten. It was a bit of a stretch. My God, how did you get 10? Um, so like I said, some of these are going to be obscure. Some of these are going to be more, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, a lot of these, like, the first two names on my list, like, I wouldn't even say I wish they held the title. It's just surprising they didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I do have a the third umpire open. Shall we require it as yeah. a, as is normal for these sort of, sort of ones, and then sort of put someone on the spot to a <laughs> redraw. Yeah. But um, as Alex has uh, deferred, I am going first today. So uh, we'll go through here as I pull out my list. And uh, yeah, so so what was your uh, list making process for this one, Alex? Uh, just who was over and who didn't get a title. That's pretty much it. Uh, checking the record books, checking my memory, all that yeah. sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like, for me, the top five was sort of umming and ahhing. And, like, these sort of lists I try normally not to put um, someone modern on these lists yeah. like i remember i think with the men's i did it where um the men's uh i did it where i think i had one or two modern men who sort of had been in that position but then weren't really again and um yeah from there it was just mostly sort of older ones or people who had since passed so we'll we'll just go from there uh for me number five is somebody who and to be clear, before we actually start this, so we are including the WWE Women's Championship, which dates, Jesus, where's the date on this? Uh, 1984 to 2010 with some breaks in between. Uh, the Divas Championship, which goes from 08 to uh, 2016. The Raw Women's Championship, which started in 2016. And the SmackDown Women's Championship, which started in 2016. Not including NXT. Um, because then that just becomes a whole big mess as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the problem was, again, 
you can't just go uh, like we did for the men's. You can't include the ECW, the big goal, the WCW, the Universal, because there's only been one WWE championship. Here there's been sort of four main women's championships, so it does become a bit a bit mixed. Yeah. Uh, so kicking off, number five for me, somebody who's sort of never really got the credit for starting the women's revolution in WWE, and that is Emma, the current Tennille Dashwood of Impact Wrestling. Yeah, I'll stay quiet. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, for me, somebody who, like uh, with her Santino uh, partnership and that, I thought, okay, here's somebody who can maybe get a short comedy reign and, you know, do something with it. And then she went away and she came back as um, Evil Emma the sort of more current version of Tennille that we see with the dark hair, the dark lipstick, the the glasses, the yeah. it's all about me persona. I thought, yeah. okay, she's going to be more of a serious character now. They'll um give her a run now. And then she was sort of quietly gone after that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought somebody who, who could have had it at the time for the position she had, I believe she had one or two championship challenges. Um, but yeah, just sort of never really got back there. Yeah, yeah, she definitely had a few shots, and I think this is a good time to say my number five is Emma. Yep. Um, yeah, just the unsung hero of the women's revolution. Like, it wasn't just Paige, it was Paige and Emma. Yeah, because you look at NXT at that time, like who would you have put outside of Natty who went up against Charlotte and sort of really made Charlotte? Who else would you have had? You would have had maybe Summer Ray around at that time. You would have had a really green uh, Sasha Banks, a yeah. really green Bailey, Oksana yeah. in your title tournament. Yeah. So, yeah, without Emma, you don't have Paige. You don't have the women being taken as serious as they were. And she challenged for the NXT title twice, I believe, once in the tournament, once on a takeover, and maybe a third time. And, yeah, she competed for the um, the Divas Championship at WrestleMania 30. Having a look through here. Um doesn't really say much else. She went back down to NXT, came back up. Uh, yeah, teamed with Dana Brooke. And then, yeah, uh, she had a championship match against Nia Jackson, No Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just 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 a shame, her timing. By the time she got back from her injury, she she was sort of um, fighting to try to get uh, a position against people like Nia Jax, Asuka, Bailey, Sasha. Charlotte, Becky. Yeah. Uh, anything else there to add on uh, Emma to Neil Dashwood? No. Uh, what can be said that hasn't been said about her? It's a bloody shame she didn't at least get an NXT women's title run. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me, number four, and this is sort of where I go to more of my older wrestlers and a few of the newer ones I will have in uh, honourable mentions coming up. Number four for me is Luna Vachon. 
fuck. Okay, yeah, I'll be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody who came in at the time, and a lot of people forget how to run in ECW as well. Yeah. Oh, it says here also the AWA and WCW. Yeah. Uh, Beth recently, I think it was at the Rumble, uh, yeah, paid she, homage. Yeah, she did a face with the Luna Vachon veins on the face and um, the mohawk. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think she challenged Luna maybe, uh, not Luna, um, Alundra Blaze maybe once or twice during that that early part of the 90s, but after that, she sort of left when the division got put in hiatus. Yeah. Um, yeah, not really a lot that can be said other than when going back, looking at this list and seeing she was a Hall of Famer, I'm like, surely she had a reign during the late 90s, given how much like they, a lot of the women talk about her in that. I'm like, surely she did, right? And it's like, no, at that time, Alantra left with the title and they put it in the bin and then Vince put the division on hold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for you, you're number four. All right. This is my next two picks. They don't fall under categories of great women's wrestlers that I feel like got screwed out of a title run. They fall under the category of over as fuck had matches, were in the company long enough, it's surprising they just didn't just lazily put the title on these two. So uh, number four for me is Stacey Keebler. Wow, I did not expect that. Just like at one point was probably like one of the most over women, like consistently on television for four or five years or whatever it was. It yep. was just, she had title matches. It's just surprising. They never just pulled the trigger on it because it was at a time where the actual wrestling didn't really matter to them. So why not just put it on someone super over? Oh, she was in WCW at a time where they didn't have their title. Yeah, but I mean in WWE. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just having a look here. Oh. I forgot about that. Wasn't she with um David Flair? Yeah. Yeah, Miss <laughs> Miss Hancock was oh, her name. I forgot about that. Um Yeah, coming in with the invasion. Wow. Free like, invasion. Like, her being a part of the invasion, um, like, just having a WCW woman just, like, win the title for a bit would have been a no-brainer. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It just, yeah. One of those things, I guess, in hindsight, you don't really think about, then you go, yeah, why didn't that happen? Yeah. It, like, she was a legitimate draw. Yeah. Um, for me, number three, anything else to add there? Sorry. No, no. Um, it's not like I'm saying Stacey Keebler could wrestle because by God, she couldn't, <laughs> but they put the title on a lot of people that couldn't wrestle. Was she really the only Nitro girl to make the move across and sort she, of stick around for so long? She wasn't a Nitro girl. Okay. What's yeah, she, that she was. 
she tried out to be one. Oh. And I don't, she might have been for like an episode or two, but I don't think she was a long-term Nitro girl because when she came into the company, into WCW, they weren't doing the Nitro girls anymore. Oh, okay. Because, like, they were gone by 99. Ah, I see. Yeah. So, for me, number three is somebody who I think will shock you when I say this and you realise that they didn't have a title run. Uh, I'm talking about Awesome Kong, a.k.a. Karma. Yeah, she was on my short list. Uh, she didn't make the cut, but yeah, I was really close to putting her on the list. One of only four women to compete in the Men's Royal Rumble. Do you know the other three? Yeah, uh, China, Beth Phoenix, and Nia Jax. And what do those other three have in common that Awesome Kong doesn't? Women's title runs. Yep. Mind, mind you, like, I'm pretty sure, like, that Rumble match was, like, her second or third match on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was very early in her, her tenure there. It was, like, a year after she debuted, but then she went away because she got pregnant or something, and then, unfortunately, she had a miscarriage or something like that. And then she came back at the Rumble, and then she was released. Yeah. Like, her... Her run did not in her run like on TV was maybe a total of like four episodes and maybe two matches. But yeah, still nonetheless, why would you bring her in and just not immediately put the strap on her? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Just somebody who had such a dominating presence in uh TNA for so long. And yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, you had a WWE run. And, oh, you didn't, yeah. didn't really go well. Oh, well, that, that sucks. But, um, yeah, I think it's just one of those ones in history when you hear about, oh, yeah, you had a WWE run. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what about your number three? Uh, falls under the same category as Stacey Keebler and... This is Tori Wilson. Um, ah. I believe, like, even more so than Stacey Keebler, like, she was even more over. Uh, pr- if you were going to put a w- WE women's title on someone for the invasion side of the invasion, the alliance side, sorry, um, you probably should have just put it on Tori. Uh, um, the fact that I think her main issue was that, like, pretty much throughout most of her run, she was stuck on SmackDown where they didn't have a title. Yeah, that's that's a good point to remember, too. And she was consistently, like, on television, in storylines, like, long storylines with people like Dawn Marie and, like, Sable and shit like that. And she was constantly, like, two or three segments per episode of SmackDown. Um, Like, when I went to the Global Warning Tour in 2002, she got one of the biggest pops. 
on a show that had Triple H, The Rock, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, you name it. Jericho? Jericho. Yeah. Um, I think uh, this is just my assumption, but she's like the de facto champion, like the de facto top person in the company, like we saw for a number of years in uh, MCW locally. No women's championship. So the de facto top woman was essentially the champion and they were having constant matches against new people coming in and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And yeah, she was the focal point of SmackDown on the women's side. And then they finally brought her over to Raw and they just did nothing with her. Yeah. Yeah, such a such a shame. Such a waste. Oh, the invasion. Jeez. Yeah. Another yeah, story like, for another day. Like, at the very least, they should have put the women's title on Tori Wilson during the invasion. Either Tori or Stacey, but Tori would have made more sense. Who was the women's champ during that invasion pay-per-view? Oh, shit. Um, you want me to look? Because I have it in front of me here. All right, pull it up. Uh, when is Invasion? 2001? Yeah. China? Nah, China's gone out of the company by then. November? She's there till November. No, she's not. Oh, uh, is she? Well, that's what has listed here. Because I swear to God, she left the company like backlash. Maybe they just didn't have a champ. Hang on. Let me Google this. Okay. As Alex uh, goes for a uh, an independent review. Because <laughs> I swear she just wasn't around during the invasion. Yeah. Um... I don't think she was, so maybe you're right. Maybe she's just had that WrestleMania match and then she was sort of gone at home quietly afterwards. Uh, it says here uh, she returned from quote-unquote injury, won the women's title at WrestleMania 17 in a squash match against Ivory, you know, the fake neck injury she had. She yeah. defended her title against Lita at Judgment Day in 2001. She soon vacated the title, however, as it was her final WWF match at Judgment Day in 2001. So okay. they just had it vacant all throughout the invasion, so that makes more sense. Ah, oh, terrible. Terrible. Could have done so many things with that. Um, yeah. So from there, I'll just list, list off a couple of my honourable mentions. Uh, Tori Wilson for all the reasons that you mentioned. I did consider putting Dawn Marie on here, but I felt she was more a um a manager character than an actual wrestler for the time yeah. during the invasion and then a wrestler when like later on when she wasn't really that good. Yeah. Uh another interesting choice here of Maria Canellis Bennett. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a good one. Uh, that's someone else on my honourable mention, so I'll just get that out of the way here. Somebody who I thought, going back and looking how much um, uh, focus the company put on her at that time and just never gave her the title, shocks me. Yeah. Uh, two modern ones here of Ruby Wright, now Ruby Soho of AEW, 
Yeah. Just puzzles me how they never pulled the trigger on the right faction, uh, right squad. Yeah. To hold tag team gold and a singles gold, at least SmackDown or Raw. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I've got two more here. My final modern one, Shayna Baszler, been up on the main roster now a couple of years, still hasn't held a single women's championship on the main roster. I mean, if WWE smart, that's the person who takes the belt off Ronda Rousey. Yes. Uh, I don't and, I don't see it happening though. And my final honorable mention here before I get to my number two. Going back, looking at a more recent seasons of Tough Enough and the last winner of a Tough Enough season, Sarah Lee. Remember her? My God, why? <laughs> Somebody who the company's like, yeah, we're going to get right behind it. I think she spent six months in developmental and then married Wesley Blake and they have a family now. Yeah, she got released for getting pregnant, if you believe her. But yeah, um, which doesn't surprise me one bit. Didn't but... they, who'd they release? Was it Dawn Marie? Yeah, <laughs> they did that to her as well. Um, yeah, that's fair enough. Tough enough. Every single winner's cursed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, going back and listening to our, um, our men's world title, I forgot to put Daniel Pewter on there as a million dollar tough enough winner and just how that fizzled out. Yeah. Um, actually, actually over the weekend, Maven made his in-ring return on the Indies. Oh gosh. More fugs are to go watch. So <laughs> jumping on to my number two here. Um, she's since sadly passed away, but somebody whose career going back and looking at, I'm shocked they didn't give her the title. And it might be for the reasons, like you said before, SmackDown didn't really have its own championship until 2006. Yeah. So that is Ashley Massaro. Yeah, yeah, that's a big shout. Um, Definitely on my honourable mentions. Like, she was very over. Um, Yeah, I don't understand why she didn't get a shot. I don't understand why she didn't get a shot in, like, other companies. I think uh, the stories about what happened to her when she left WWE and um, some allegations might have put her off wrestling completely. Yeah, yeah. I just, I would have liked to have seen her, like, um, join TNA or something. Um, Yeah, but, man, she got screwed over by the industry and it's a bloody shame. Also a Survivor alumni. Yeah, do you remember where she finished in Survivor China? Uh, I think she was, like, third or fourth boot, like maybe 16th, 17th. Oh. Second, second boot. Out. Second boot, sorry. Yeah, there you go. At least she wasn't first out on her tribe. No, she, um... Oh, man. The first boot, Chicken Morris. Oh, yeah. one of the best, like, <laughs> first boots ever. Just this, like older redneck dude and he gets voted out and he just goes oh hot damn <laughs> and just walks out 
Uh, oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, that was a really underrated season, by the way, Survivor China. <laughs> All right, uh, on my honourable mentions, like you've named quite a few that I would consider uh, noteworthy as well, but I'd also like to mention Christy Hemi because she had a match at WrestleMania 21 for the women's title against Tristratus. Oh, she so, actually had a match? For the women's title at WrestleMania. For, so I, I couldn't find that. I was looking and I couldn't find that. And I'm like, I just think of her as TNA announcer. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was wrestling in WWE. And, like, the whole story leading into the Trish Stratus match at WrestleMania was, like, you're a rookie, you don't deserve to have this match with me. Like, the whole story just screamed Christy Hemi's winning the title at WrestleMania. But then she loses. And she never gets a shot again. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, it was just the whole story of, you're a, you you get told someone's a loser the entire time, so when they lose, oh, they're a loser. Let's never give a shit about them again. Um, other noteworthy people, I mean, she she was around in a time when Sable had when Sable had the women's title, so why couldn't they have put the the belt on Sunny? Oh, did Sonny never have it? Nah, Sonny, like, never wrestled, which is why she's not on my top five. But, like, Sable wasn't a wrestler. She held the title. You ask Jerry the King Waller, he'll tell you that's his favourite wrestler. Like, how the fuck does the cat get a title run? But Sonny never, like, got her props. And what Sonny wants, Sonny gets. And Terry Runnels falls into the same category as Sonny. Wow. So I'll give her a mention as well. Like, like yeah, these are people that it's not going to light the world on fire in ring. But the crowd gives a fuck about him. Like, the crowd loves Sonny. The crowd loved Terry Runnels. Like Marlena specifically. Like, yeah, why not? Who'd you say loved her specifically? Like, Mar- the crowd loved Marlena, like Terry Runnels, the character oh, yes. Marlena. Yeah. Um. So, is that all of your honorable men? Did you say your number two? I have not said my number two yet. Okay. Uh, another honourable mention, Summer Rae. She was over as shit in NXT. Like, if you actually recall the original Four Horsewomen. I don't know. No one remembers this. But yeah. in NXT, the original Four Horsewomen was Summer Rae, Charlotte, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. Yes. Like, those four were a legit stable. Because the main girls were... Sasha, Charlotte, and Summer Rae was the leader. Yeah, yeah, Summer Rae was the leader of the fucking four horsewomen at one point. So, 
And she actually had really good matches in NXT, but then they bring her up to the main roster and her whole gimmick is she dances for Fandango. Yep. Yeah, just horribly misused. Great wrestler. She still did some like pretty good moves in that Rumbles match when that Rumble match when she came back. Um Yeah, but moving on to my number two, someone you've already mentioned. Uh Luna Vachon. So the story goes that Alundra Blaze wanted to drop the title to Luna Vachon in Canada. In Canada? In Montreal, where Luna's from. Oh. That's what uh, Alundra Blaze Medusa has said before. And Vince said, no, we're not going to have a women's match in Montreal at this house show. Alundra's like, well, my contract's expiring. Uh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, Vince just didn't give a fuck about the women's title. <laughs> like, Vince uh... let it go to WCW. <laughs> wow. Alundra Blaze wanted to drop the title to Luna Vachon on her way out. But, yeah. Okay, that, that story I've never heard before. Wow. Yeah, uh, so there's that Luna Vachon episode of Dark Side of the Ring, and Alundra Blaze talks about that, yeah. I haven't seen that one yet, that's why. Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, Luna Vachon, like, she was a great wrestler, man. She was really good. She had a feud with Sable for the title in 98. Like, she should have got a short run there. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Attitude Era, my number one is somebody who I think could have had a short run in the Attitude Era, but didn't. So I'm going number one, somebody who is a Hall of Fame, somebody who for a long time was a legend on TV. Yep. We got the same person. (laughs) May Young. Yep. Yep, yeah, that's my pick too. Uh, everyone, give May a hand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Fabulous Moolah got a women's title run in like 99, 2000 or whatever. Why not give May a title run? Yeah, here we are here. Uh, defeats Ivory uh, at No Mercy, October 17th, 99. Loses back to Ivory, October 25th. 99 on Raw. Yeah, like, why not, like, give Mae Young a title in there at some point? Why not have Mae Young beat Moolah for the title? Have Mae beat uh, the Cat and then Mae lose to Harvey Whippleman. Oh, my God, I forgot about Harvey Whippleman. Um, my God... Oh, looking at this list of title reigns too, like that Stephanie McMahon title reign was so just bad, but it was such a great visual with her and Triple H with the titles. Why have they never done that again with anyone else? The only recent time they did was Seth and Becky, and both of them have since said they didn't want their relationship to be an on-air thing. No. No. Um, Yeah. I guess... There hasn't been any. I think uh, 
Montez Ford and Bianca Belair held titles at the same time last year. But oh yeah, um, tag and um, tag women's. and women's, but it's not quite the same. Um, yeah. So what can't be said about Mae Young? Like I was astonished that she didn't get like some title, some major title reign in the bloody fifties or whenever. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I'm just looking up her thing now. Uh, da, 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 da. When was she inducted? Uh, class of 2008. Yeah. So, like, she was somebody, I guess, because she wasn't with, uh, was she with, she was with the NWA uh, during its early days in the 50s through to the 70s. Not really with the WWF until the the nineties. Uh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So she's she's kind of the Ric Flair and Muller was the Hogan. To a degree, yeah, I suppose. But um, if I look down her championships here, NWA Women's Tag Champs one time, US Women's Champ one time. Championship wrestling from Florida, Florida women's champ one time. Uh, she didn't even that. get a hardcore title reign when everyone got a hardcore title reign. Come on. They yeah. should have put the hardcore belt on May Young. That would have been great. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, it's surprising that um, that didn't happen. Yeah, she was always second fiddle to Muller, even though Mae Young was always infinitely more entertaining than Muller. Yes, indeed. Uh, you know who else never had a um, hardcore title run as we're talking Attitude uh, Era women? Who? Who's somebody who screams that sort of uh, division to you, like straight away without thinking, go? Luna. Okay, other than Luna. Who the fuck screams hardcore division? I don't know. Who screams extreme? Are you trying to, like, get me to say Daphne? <laughs> also, keep saying scream? Also, no. But uh, actually, Lita. Oh, uh, yeah, shit, of course. Yeah. Something, something I found odd that she never had a hardcore title reign. But you know who did? Trish Status. Did she? Yeah. Oh, she did too. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, it's it's one of those weird things you look at in history and go, oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. yeah, it's like Terry Runnels never held the women's title, but she held the hardcore title. Yeah. That, that's how she got eligible for um, thugs. Is because <laughs> she. Because she's a former hardcore champion. Oh, gosh. I think that just about does it for today. Uh, Alex will have the next pick of a top top five or a top ten. Who knows where we go from there. I was considering matches, but I thought, you know what? The women's rumbles just happened. Let's, uh, let's do something a bit in the mirror of what we did last year. And I think, yeah, when you think of that women's division, you think of Hall of Famers, 
and to us as a modern audience who grew up in the 90s you think of <laughs> sort of you think of may young and um fabulous Muller. yeah well uh, our next episode oh, we're going to no. continue talking about champions we're going to talk about the top 10 i think we can do 10 <laughs> intercontinental champions of all time Ooh, New Japan Intercontinental Champions, here we come. <laughs> I mean, that's what you mean, right? <laughs> th- there could be an argument to be made that the greatest New Japan Intercontinental Champion could be on the greatest WWE Champions uh, Intercontinental Championship list. <laughs> yeah, uh, as I bring this up, this will be interesting because where is it currently it's on smackdown our current champion is shinsuke nakamura yeah uh man um intercontinental champs Uh, i don't think people are gonna like who my number one is (laughs) oh boy uh oh okay i'm having a quick look through the list here okay I think it would be easy to name 10, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking through Attitude Era, so we go from 96. Ahmed Johnson wanted a King of the Ring? Yeah, dude. Ahmed was like... But only for one day? Yeah, he was like pushed to the moon at that point. He was on like an undefeated streak and shit. Hmm. Okay. I say Owen Hart's name. I've got to remember that. That's probably a good shout. Old Mr. Big uh, Rhymes with Val Venus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> holy shit. D'Lo Brown, the first ever Eurocontinental champion of all time. Come on. We could do top three Eurocontinental champions. Was there three? I think there was two. There was three, wasn't there? It was Kurt and D'Lo, wasn't it? And Jeff. Oh, shit. Yeah, Jeff had it for a day. Yeah, and gave it... Well, actually... Uh, actually, two of those three people are probably in contention for this category. Oh, uh, goodness. Uh, looking through Rikishi. And late 2000s now. Uh, Kane, Albert, Christian. Christian! Had a great reign. Yeah. Uh, RVD had a good run. Carlito and Shelton Benjamin both had really good runs with IC titles. Flair? <laughs> yeah, uh, that was just cool that he got it. Uh, Santino Morella? Come on. Yes. Umaga? Dude. Umaga <laughs> was so fucking good. I, I wish we had an Umaga-like character. I, I don't mean just like Oh, he's got face paint and he's like a savage and all that. I just mean like just a big fucking badass that just threw people around. We don't have that anymore. Uh, in WWE? No. No. I was going to say you did in Bronson Reed, but uh, then you released him. Yeah. And I'm, I mean like the sort of thicker sort of gent, like not a 
muscle dude. Just like a dude that genuinely looks like he would fuck you up at a pub. Ezekiel Jackson had a raid? Oh, shit, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. He wanted capital punishment. I forgot that was a thing. Oh, Curtis yeah. Axel. How can you forget Curtis Axel's title reign with Paul Heyman as a manager? Dolph, bad news. Ryback! Zack Ryder had the best one-day title reign. No offence, Ahmed Johnson. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, moving into more modern times, Seth, Ambrose. Has... I forgot, forgot Braun had it. Has... um. Roman ever held one of the secondary titles on either Raw or SmackDown? He's held them both. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's forgettable. Mm. Uh, AJ, Jeff Hardley, Sammy, Big E, Apollo. Okay. Uh, And in terms of the Intercontinental title, do you know when the last time the Intercontinental title was defended on pay-per-view? As in currently? Yeah. Was it WrestleMania that's listed here? Because I have no idea. Yeah, it was WrestleMania. Last year? Last year. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 Anywho. Patterson. Uh, I mean, I'm probably not going to put him in my top ten. But he was the first... South American champion, and he unified it with the North American championship to become the Intercontinental champion. <laughs> I'll give him an honourable mention in advance. Um, yeah, no, that that great. Oh, what, Gorilla Monsoon used to say it was like a eighty-person tournament over one night, like just like absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah, and. Like every match went close to the sixty-minute time limit, which would mean it's not possible for it to have happened in one night. <laughs> but yeah, so like, so like over forty matches went close to an hour in one night. <laughs> uh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Will uh, you okay. stop? Uh, yeah. Okay, I think that's all for, for today. Intercontinental Championship will be good. Yeah, looking back on, on the women's for a moment, Mae Young, yeah, she has a yeah. tournament now in WWE named after her for yeah. her thing. And the late 90s, like, she was somebody who could have just turned up and just waved to the crowd and maybe done, like, timekeeping for the women's championship matches at that yeah. point in her career. So, no, oh, fuck it. Have 3D put me through a table. Yeah. Have me give birth to a hand on live national television. God damn, she was the best. <laughs> I I hope I get her on FUDS at some point. Because you'll be able I... to do something with her? Oh, like... Do you I book don't... Young May as we see here? No, nah, no. Nah, circa booked... 60s with the, the crown and the nice gown and that. Not a chance. I book old lady May Young, for sure. <laughs> this May, circa 2003. Dude, oh. Old grandma I, I May. Could... What if you pick up May Young 
And then we get the backstory as to why the whole of pain's happening is because May and Mark Henry got divorced and he needs to pay alimony for the hand. So that's why he's like really trying to make sure that he wins the WWF title so he can afford to pay alimony each month for the hand. Uh, yeah. What a backstory. That's storytelling, folks. <laughs> Wasn't one of their last appearances where they brought it back with hand? Yeah, and, and it was just a dude in a giant hand suit. And he's like, I'm my son, all grown up. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Great shit. Oh, man. May Young, so good. If I got her on. If I got her on Fugs, man, I got the doublies. You know exactly what she'd be doing straight out of the gate. <laughs> Going through a table. I like Pixie. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, where can the good humans find you, man? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alex. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS. If you want, check out at Sid underscore pod. Smack down podcast wherever you listen to shit. I don't know. Uh, search up Wrestling Oz Style on Facebook. And you can find Chris at... at I'm Chris Funder. Come complain to me about how May Young shouldn't really be recognised because she never challenged for the title on Twitter. You can come watch me game four nights a week on Twitch at Chris Funder. You can go back and listen to the entire Wrestling Oz Style archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, and using the RSS feed for your podcast choice, including you, uh, including Apple, <laughs> including YouTube, maybe. Um, nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. I mean, she may not have won the women's title, but she won the most prestigious award of them all. The Miss Rumble 2000 Bikini Contest. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's worse. That or Miss WrestleMania being Santina Morella. God damn. Yeah. How, how did we not put Santina on this list? Anyway, I, I, I thought I thought about it as a joke, but I thought that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>